0: Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson-Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. How is everyone doing today? And welcome to Daily Devotional. Daily Devotional is a segment of Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast, and it is set for uh How we can apply the word in our daily living. So, on today's episode of Daily Devotional, I speak about 2 Samuel chapter 9, 1 through 13. 2 Samuel chapter 9, 1 through 13. And it speaks about David's further conquest and kindness. To Mephibosheth. Kindness to Mephibosheth. So, I want you to get your Bibles, your tablets, your iPads, cell phones, however you may read the word, and come on and let's learn how we can apply this word for today. In our daily activities, in our mindsets, and in our doing during the course of our day. Alright everyone, come on, let's get busy with our daily devotional. For us to get into this word that we want to apply in our lives today, and it is is Second Samuel chapter 9, 1 through 13, and it reads, And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for? Jonathan's sake and there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Zeba and when they had called him unto David the king said unto him art thou Zebel? and he said thy servant is he and the king said is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him. And Zeba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Zeba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machiah the son of Emile in Lodab- Lodabar. Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machar and the son of Emil from Lodabar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father. And thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. And he bowed himself, and said, Where is thy servant, that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? The king called to Zippa, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertaineth to Saul and to all his house. Thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him. And thou shalt bring in the fruits that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Zebul had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then said Zebul, unto the king, according to all that my lord the king hath commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Michael. And all that dwell in the house of Ziba were servants unto Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table, and was lame on both his feet. I have just read 2 Samuel chapter 9, 1 through 13. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Lord, we say thank you for all that you do, all that you are, and all that, all that. Lord, you are all that, and then some. Like they say, Lord, you are all that in a bag of chips, but we know, Lord, you made the chips as well, and the bag, and Lord, we thank you. We thank you for allowing us this day, this breath in our body and activity of our limbs. And we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to do things that we never thought we would do, that we would never conquer, that we would never, we, we had these thoughts of we could never do anything or we could never be anything. But Lord, you show us so much different. You show us so much more. You you reached our insides and shown us that we could do and be what you call us to be. And we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this word, that it is true, that it is honest, it is open, and it is trustworthy. And you would not lead us into temptation, Lord. But deliver us from evil, Lord. And we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, when you add a blessing to the reading of your word, in Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? You can reach us at I am Charisse at charisseinjohnsonmoore dot com or seven two four five seven zero one one five three for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. All right, now let's get into this conversation for today, we see that King David is taken upon himself that he wants to show his kindness to others. and his first act of kindness uh, really really it, it is not is not his first act of kindness. It is his compassion for others. David is showing his compassion for other people. And in this time frame, he wants to know did Saul have any relatives left from, left over, left over that are living? that he wants to know about. He wants to know if he has, if if King Saul had any living relatives left over after his death. Does he have any living relatives after his death? And, he finds a, a living relative of Jonathan, Jonathan's son. Saul's son, Jonathan, had a son. Okay? and, his name was Mephibosheth, and Mephibosheth. If you recall, me reading the previous chapters, that Mephibosheth escaped with his nurse from the attack on Saul's uh, palace, and um, uh, you know, and, and and Mephibosheth was born, was was lame. Was was lame. He he could not walk. He needed assistance. He needed someone to care for him because both of his feet were lame. And when David, King David, found out about Mephibosheth, uh, he gave Mephibosheth everything that Saul, his grandfather, had. And even though it was in David's possession, because at this time now David is king over all the, all Israel, and Saul used to be king, so he is actually giving him his just due. He's giving him Mish- a his just due because Jonathan, his, it, Jonathan, his father and his grandfather were killed, and. He decrees in this moment that Mephibosheth shall eat at his table all day for the rest of his life. He shall not want for anything, he shall not have, uh, uh, if he has a need it is going to be met and King David is assigned Zeba to take care of him all of his days on this earth. And I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. What legacy are you leaving, going to leave behind when you leave this earth? For your children, for your grandchildren, for your great-grandchildren, what legacy are you going to leave behind for them? Are you gonna leave them behind um, materialistic stuff? Are you going to leave behind them uh, things that are rightfully due to them when you pass away? And that is the the the, the, the moral of the story is that David and Jonathan were best friends. They were best friends. They were they was friends to the end. And if you recall that they even had deep conversations about his father, Saul. Jonathan's father is Saul. And David and Jonathan had conversations about why his father, Jonathan's father, was after him and why he wanna kill him and, and things of that nature. And Jonathan went and spoke on David's behalf to his father Saul, if you recall in previous chapters. And they were like brothers, Jonathan and David. They were like brothers. They they had a relationship like brothers. And David is taking it upon himself even though he is not even related, not even related to Jonathan. He's not related to him, uh, no kinship, no no bloodline between them, but they treated each other like brothers. Now look at it this way. You have a good friend in your life, and your friend has went off to war, went off to battle, uh, went out in the world, and... He is killed while out in the world at battle, in war, whatever the case may be. And it is this kind of relationship where you take it upon upon yourself to take care of someone else's relatives after you have left this world. And you find out that this the person that has gone off and died or gone and passed away, regardless of how they passed away, you have this relationship with them and you have vowed to take care of their their relatives, their children, their grandchildren, their great grandchildren, however you know. And you have even I, you know, you have even set up a a wheel. For them in your will, you even said that person has even set it up that in case they 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 pass away, that the relationship is so deep that they they put it in their will that the child shall be taken care of by a certain person. Now my question is you. My question to you is. What would you do in a circumstance of this nature? What would you do in a circumstance of this nature that you have a best friend and both of y'all have made it made it with y'all y'all bond, y'all, y'all, y'all as thieves, and you, you have this real real close relationship, you like brothers and sisters, and and the other other has vowed to take care of the other in case the other one passes away? What steps do you have in place? For this to take place, do you have a will? Do you have uh, 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 a, um, an amendment in your will? Do you have things set up for that this shall take place? That you shall receive custody of the person's children in case they are under eighteen. You know, have you, you know, or have you had a close, a close relationship with the child as well as they were growing up? You know, and you're known as auntie or uncle, you know, and and it is a relationship of you even have rights to the child in case of emergency where you're the next of notification for this child that the child has something might have happened to both of the parents. And it is settled that someone is assigned to take care of the children. Have you put that in your will? What have you left? What legacy have you left for your children? Who's gonna be their caregiver? Who's gonna be a take? Who's gonna? Who's gonna do this thing? That, um, you know, who's gonna provide and teach and 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 mold them into, into the person that they need to be to survive in this world. I thank God for my grandmother. I thank God for my grandmother because she did for my children what I ran away from. She did for me when my father did not take responsibility of me and I thank her for that. She has passed on some things to me that now, I, I, like I said, I wish I had took serious, but God has to teach us some things in our own due time. And now that she has passed on, I'm a grandmother now as well. And there's some things I really wanna teach my grandbaby. I have a granddaughter and I wanna teach her and I wanna leave her a legacy and and i want I want to leave her a legacy I want to leave her her mother a legacy I want to leave my two boys a legacy I want to leave a legacy and I want it to be where they are taken care of and they are provided for when I leave this earth I want to pass something on to them not a bunch of debt I don't want to pass them on no debt. I don't want to pass my my children or my grandchildren any debt. I want them to be able to flourish and take over where I left off at. So, what legacy are you leaving for your loved ones when they leave here? Now, we see that David has gone and proclaimed uh, Mephibosheth as his own. Yes, He has... Given him all, returned to Mephibosheth all that Saul had when he was king, and gave him servants. And he bestowed servants upon him. And he said, If you need anything, you just let the servants know, and they'll do it for you. You know, and the thing is, is that David shows this kindness. Sometimes we don't even have to wait. We don't even have, we don't, it don't even have to be somebody that we know. It could be somebody we don't know. That we could pass on blessings out a, 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 in this form of helping someone who is lame and cannot walk, who is blind and cannot see, and who is deaf and cannot heal. We can pass these things, on, we can help others through our acts and our duties of serving the homeless. That we can serve uh, men and women that men and women that may be homeless, or or we can uh, do volunteer work uh, that is uh, helping someone else. Well, you know somebody that's, that's that's that can't get around, that can't uh, that can't do for themselves help them call them say you need something today or would you like something or you know cook them a meal take it to them or sit down and have dinner with them sometimes it's the little small things that count cause if we look back if we look back at how Jesus treated people Jesus treated them like they were regular people that's like the man at the pool of Bethesda And he says, Do you want to walk? Do you want to get up and walk? Do you, you know? And he helped him as much as he could, but the man still had to do things on his own. He couldn't wait on others to do it for him. And we as human beings, we should be in that if we can, if we got, if we have food in our in our cabinets. And we got food on our table and shelter over our head and our, all our bills is paid. You know, even when the bills ain't paid, we don't have no food. Help some, Hey, help somebody else. Because you never know where your blessing may be coming from. That's the blessing. Blessing somebody else, that's the blessing too. So today, think about it. What legacy are you leaving behind for your children. I want to thank everyone for uh, listening to Daily Devotional today. And I greatly appreciate your listening. And I love you. And I want you to have a blessed day. Okay, babies, we talk next time on Daily Devotional. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, now, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It was getting good, wasn't it? It was getting really good, right? So, I want to say thank you to everyone that listens to this podcast I greatly appreciate everything that you do. I would love, love, love greatly if you could support this podcast with a financial donation of $0.99 dollars 99 or $9.99 when it is laid upon your heart to support this podcast. All support for this podcast is greatly appreciated and I love you and I thank you and I want to say that it has been an honor and a privilege to bring you this daily devotional every day. I want to say I love your comments and if you you know you can leave your comments in the message board and you can tell me how you feel about the episode and Give your voice, and I would love to hear from you. I thank you so much for listening to Daily Devotional, and I'll talk to you next time. Okay, babies? Y'all have a blessed day.